Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello, and welcome to the CM360 Podcast. I'm Richard Steenan, Chief Research Analyst at IT Harvest. I write books on IT security, work with IT security technology providers on their go-to-market, and I am a trusted advisor to VCs and private equity firms. IT Harvest is an industry analyst firm that covers over 3,700 vendors in the cybersecurity industry. Today, I'm joined by Rahul Sasi, who is co-founder and CEO of CloudSec. Rahul is an ethical hacker turned entrepreneur, now heading one of Asia Pacific's highest rated cybersecurity companies. Having spoken at 20 plus countries around the world, Rahul is now set on building the biggest cybersecurity company to come out of the APAC region. Today, Rahul and I will be discussing software supply chain monitoring. Welcome, Rahul. Thanks, Richard. Thanks a lot for having me here. Yeah, I, I love the story of uh, moving from ethical hacker to entrepreneur. Tell us uh, how, you, how you started CloudSec. Richard, I quit my engineering in my seventh grade to do an internship in cybersecurity. Because I, this was in 2010, and I felt cybersecurity was the future of technology. Uh, what I did starting my work was, uh, this is in 2010, I kept publishing white papers in security. And that got me as an invited speaker to almost 22 plus countries. So between 2010 and 2015, I traveled to all, all around the world free of cost, met all the cybersecurity people around the world. Before I traveled, I had this notion that, you know, great softwares will only come, cybersecurity softwares will only come from Israel. Uh, but then when I met people around the world, I understood that, you know, there are good people everywhere, which made me think, why, why can't we build great softwares from where I am from, you know, make it available to the world. And so we started the company in 2015. Today, we are close to 200 people, so more than 200 customers. Yeah, that's the story. And it's a great one. So, but let's dig into the software supply chain um, and you know, monitoring it, keeping track of it, securing it ultimately. Share your insights on the current state of supply chain security in the cloud computing landscape and how CloudSec is addressing those challenges. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Richard, I'm a big fan of your, you know, your work. I've been following you for quite some time. You know, I just wanted to say that. Thank you. Um, about supply chain, uh, Richard, you, you know, if you, if you think about cloud, right, I have to define that quickly. Anything which is not under your control, but owned or managed by someone else, you know, and your data sits there is actually cloud. And give you a very simple example. Uh, today, a lot of your data, and you know, your corporate data might be sitting with ChatGPT because your employees are using them. It is actually an extension of your organization because while you manage it or not manage it, the organization data is sitting there. So when I speak about cloud and supply chain, this would be the pretext uh, which I would be speaking about. Any data which belongs to you, but is sitting in some other cloud SaaS application, what is the impact to the organization? How can hackers find them and exploit them? And the weaknesses in the current infrastructure, this is what I would talk more about. A very simple example would be, Richard, if you take Salesforce, for example, right? We have actually released a paper a while back where almost 300 plus companies worldwide has hard-coded their Salesforce API key inside their mobile application. One of the incidents we reported to, and this is actually fixed, by the way, so I can talk publicly about it, uh, to editors was 
editors had an app which hard coded the salesforce api key wow now that app was publicly available so anyone can go into the app find the api key and then they could see the transactions of any purchase which is made using the editors app again this is fixed uh, by by them a very long time back uh, but, but the point here is that while the data is now sitting on salesforce the app is communicating to salesforce using you know uh, an api and an api key and the leakage of that api key could have had a serious impact on the consumer data so how does organizations today figure out how many such services do they use right i mean they would have had coded to say they would be using salesforce they might be using chat gpt they might be using 23 such cloud applications how do organizations know what all do they use and if there is an impact like the key leakage is the biggest threat today yeah and i would imagine that those numbers are much higher you know hundreds if not thousands of saas applications for sure yeah 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 ab- absolutely absolutely and i just gave the example of salesforce because you know you pretty much all the sales data is in there right yeah yeah very important and your sales process is there the purchase orders the numbers yeah. the the digital signatures of all the executives yeah a lot of we trust salesforce implicitly to keep all that secure exactly right that's true with every other you know software we interact with so what's cloudsec's position in all of this tell us what you're doing to fix this yeah yeah our bivigil um attack surface and um, you know drp suite has the capability to tell you all the third party services you use without you giving us that information we have telemetry information coming from open source data which tells you whether you are using 20 30 or 100 third party applications and what we call attack vectors the attack vectors that can be used to compromise those third party apps or cloud instances is very specifically our value prop so this does not require us the organization to give us any sort of data right when we walk into an organization we can give them the visibility saying you have 43 different third party apps being used services being used and three of them can be exploited this particular way the initial attack vectors we call them uh, that is our value prop it sounds like you could in theory you know reach out to organizations that are using vulnerable or risky apps already that you, you already know the information absolutely absolutely in fact one of the things we we have an initiative we have taken is called global supply chain monitoring where we actively reach out to organizations where we have identified critical incidents or security issues uh, as part of our responsible corporate dis- responsible disclosure policy and and the adidas incident which i spoke to you about is one such which we responded and they they acknowledged and they fixed it avoiding a very large data leak yeah so i'm curious and you've got experience as an ethical hacker i'm sure you've encountered this issue often when you reach out unsolicited to somebody who's got a security problem they are extremely suspicious and they push back and they think you're extorting them how how does how do you counter that does cloudsec just build the reputation that is trusted yeah so richard that has been one of the biggest challenges by the way so the maturity level in this market and when i say maturity level there are people who understand the importance of an incident like this and they want to really fix them west there are people who don't want to take an ownership 
or not want to listen to um such disclosures so we have seen both set of people but what i would say from the data we have gathered over the years majority or i would say 70 to 80% of the people are taking it positively and i think that has to be largely because of all the regulatory needs that have come up in the last few years uh, they're taking it very positively resolving them and acknowledging us for the work we did and imagine this right if we don't act upon some of these things it could lead to a bigger security incident overall very positive but yes there are still a lot of roadblocks to be you know cleared sure so you know during covid uh, we all started working from home and remote access and and saas became you know just the new way of doing business around the world and i think even this past year though there's a lot of effort to move back onto the corporate network i think remote work is here to stay how have how has that impacted i guess the exposure that organizations have to these types of challenges yeah, absolutely i mean see when you know the cloud adoption right i mean cloud service adoption has grown significantly uh, more in the last couple of years more to do with covid for, obviously and a very simple example is today you take 100 organizations 80 of them will have their hr data hr uh, you know which includes salary pii you know attendance sitting in a cloud application a third party cloud application because the hrms applications are no more you know previously it might have been internally hosted it is no more internally hosted but is sitting with a third party company this has happened because you know the uh, when remote work happened you had to visually move your your attendance and clocking in clocking out etc etc to a cloud infrastructure than native hosted infrastructure and and collaboration also came into picture and we just published some time back a paper where we've we've understood that there were almost 800 plus companies who has their hr ms data which could be accessible on the internet via adopt zip file so what one of the hrms companies which manages thousands of you know vendors information they backed up all those information into a zip file and kept it on a directory which is publicly accessible on the internet now imagine the impact it would have created you know you could literally know the salary of every employee of 1000 plus companies oh, in a single security incident right that wouldn't have been possible a couple of years back but now that's stayed where it is it's got security implications and then the the software supplier you know that's their could be their intellectual property right they could derive reports and intelligence from all that data and now it's lost everybody's got it yep yep absolutely absolutely so let's look forward what emerging technologies or trends do you believe will have the most significant impact on supply chain security uh and once again how's cloudsec preparing to meet those future challenges yeah so while i was touching upon the very high level supply chain which is just third party saas applications right supply chain is much more than that well now a very simple way to look at this a third party saas application is a vendor or a supplier these vendors and suppliers are built 
or their infrastructure is built using another other set of softwares. For example, like Charmer software might be using, you know, a PHP or a, a Django framework. Now we call them the softwares. And then these softwares will again be built using a dependency. That means a log4j would be a dependency for a, a Python framework, right? So supply chain is not just vendors, but it's vendors, their softwares, their dependencies, right? All connected together. So that means I can just find a log4j today and I can hijack thousands of SaaS applications who is hosting now thousands of other companies' data. And that would be the most challenging and most impactful threat in the future. Oof. Now you got me scared. <laughs> yeah, well, see, I mean, see, people tell that in the cybersecurity world, you know, vendors try to scare them <laughs> to get business. The fact of the matter is, it is always good to think about the bad things that could happen and work towards it than thinking that everything is going to be good, right? Oh, I totally agree. Yep, And I think the, you know, when you're communicating with a board, I'm a proponent of using more FUD, not less. Yeah. <laughs> so so this has been great, Raul. Thank you so much for joining us. Also, thank you to everyone listening. We hope you took a lot away from today's podcast. For further information on CloudSec and supply chain monitoring, then please head on over to cloudsec.com, S-E-K. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. Until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms and follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, head on over to EM360Tech.com. <laughs>